Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So the other day, I came across a pretty crazy story. It was about this guy named Rudy. I can't really say his last name is because he's uh, from the Czech Republic now, but at the time, it was Czechoslovakia, and that was an independent country at the time and was being invaded by the USSR to be a part of the old Soviet Union. At the time, when they were leaving... His family, they stashed all their private uh, belongings and their valuables in an attic and they hid everything and they left. And the reason why I'm telling this story is because it really relates to this whole NFT space as far as our valuables and tucking things away and storing things. But really, this whole story just sparked a lot of things. And I was thinking about how a lot of us, we have our NFTs, we have them in different places, different blockchains, different collections, and certain things, you know, they were purchased with fiat currencies, certain things were only crypto only, and they're just all over the place. And I really thought about it, What, how this whole NFT space is really like a big giant treasure hunt or a hidden treasure that's buried somewhere. And there are a lot of people that have things that they thought were really worthless at the time, and it turns out that they are valuable. However, they don't really have access to it. A lot of people came into the space because of the novelty of it. And, you know, this is just new frontier. Whether you're an explorer such as myself, just loving all of this stuff, you know, just willing to try out new frontiers and uh, what we would like to say is an early adopter. There's a lot of people in the space just, just for that reason only. But there's also a lot of people that are drawn into the space by properties such as sports fans. And I can think of, uh, for example, I'm a fan of the Miami Hurricanes as far as our football team in college. And they've been releasing a whole bunch of NFTs. Uh, you know, uh, championship rings and different ticket stubs and so forth and whatnot, which is separate from uh, a lot of uh, these drops that are very popular. And really, unless you are a fan of that team within that community, you really don't even know about a lot of these NFTs. And I think of the NBA Top Shots project when that launched, which brought in a flood of new people into the NFT space. And that was just one of the things that really made the NFT space sort of mainstream in 2021. NFL recently did a, a similar thing with Dapper Labs, which is the same people that released the NBA Top Shot. And that also is not cl- connected to people's MetaMask or on Wax or one of these uh, exchanges or one of these systems, ecosystems, where there's a lot of um, transactions going back and forth, plugged into OpenSea and all sorts of different things. So some people might have these wallets that just completely forget about them or even Nifties. Nifties did a couple drops. Uh, most notably, I could think of the, the Matrix drops and the Space Jam drops, which brought in a lot of fans of those properties. And those uh, were were able to be uh, purchased, uh, you know, just really, you could get into it with a debit card, being able to fund it, get the, the tokens that you need to purchase it. And they're just over there. And it's completely separate from a lot of these projects. So, of course, we know of a lot of people that have their their lost crypto wallets. You know, they lost the keys. They can't access it. And there's so much Bitcoin and so much Ethereum, just all sorts of crypto tied up just all over the place that people can't access it for whatever reason. And for even example, Satoshi Nakamoto, who is, you know, the, the pseudonym or whether he's a real person or not, for the person who founded Bitcoin, he has a whole bunch of wallets and those Bitcoins have not moved in really like over 10 years. And they're wondering if the person's alive, if he's dead, or will he ever resurface and start shifting that stuff around, how it will impact the market, whatever it is. But really... There is a theory that the, one of the founders who possibly was supposedly using that as a pseudonym and that wasn't his real name had passed away. So maybe 
that wallet, those Bitcoin will never use, uh, ever move. But who knows, really? But I know for a fact that there are a lot of people that are alive and well that have their NFTs, they have their crypto, they can see it on the blockchain. However, they can't access it. And I really think of a lot of these times, you know, such as this family who they stashed all of their, their belongings into the attic and into the wall and they had to flee. Now, someone could easily stumble upon that and find that. And I can even think of, you know, I remember one time I was watching, I think it was the History Channel and they found one of Al Capone's old buildings and there was this huge special about how they're going to open this vault and hopefully find some of Al Capone's buried hidden money. Well, unfortunately, that vault was empty. But on the blockchain, that is not the case. On the blockchain, you can actually see everything that is in it. And so once you have access to that, you know that, okay, these are the assets that are in it. So the problem is now just finding the keys. Similar to finding buried treasure or something like, you know, the ship sunk, everyone knows it went down with all the gold. But here's the thing. How do we get to that now? Where exactly is that? We know it's somewhere in, let's say, the Caribbean Sea. It was coming from uh, South America somewhere and going to Spain back in the day, and it sunk there. There were no able to recover it because there were no diving. There was no uh, deep sea exploration and such when this uh, Spanish galleon went down. However, we know it's in the Caribbean. So it's sort of like the same thing. You have all the documents. You see exactly what was on the ship, the manifesto showing exactly everything, but for whatever reason, people cannot access it. And that's really like losing the keys to your wallet. Whether that is with your crypto kitties, with your uh, punks, there, there's just so many people that got this stuff years ago when it was really worthless and they just never really paid attention to it. They never secured it. They lost a piece of paper or they deleted it. They, you know, they threw it away. They had it saved on a laptop and the hard drive crashed. There's so many stories that I could possibly think of. And, you know, a lot of times in these discords and the communities on YouTube and uh, so many, uh, you can't get to a crypto podcast or an NFT podcast or show without someone saying, keep your wallet secure. That security phrase, your passwords, the seed phrase, whatever it is, keep it to yourself. And that is really because anyone that has access to that can access the wallet, the contents and everything in it. So a lot of the times the security is from the point of, okay, there are so many scammers out there that are trying to get your, your access to your wallet so they can steal everything from you. They're going to pretend to be the company. They're going to pretend to be a someone of authority. They're going to pretend to be customer service and all sorts of different things. So they are going to try to get it out of you. But what they don't talk about a lot is securing it for yourself because so many times a lot of these is because they just never wrote it down. They never put it in somewhere secure. And like I said, if that hard drive or whatever it is, you really shouldn't have it digitally stored because someone can hack onto your computer and all sorts of things like that. But if that is ever the case, you're sort of out of luck because there is no one you can call for help. You know, it's not like in the case where, say, if it's a wax wallet, you know, there is uh, ways of definitely um, logging back in and such like that because it's curated. At the end of the day, they're the one who have your secret key. So really, it's up to that company. But for the majority of these, such as if you have all of your Ethereum NFTs in your MetaMask, well, there is literally no one to call. So keeping that stuff secure and there is nothing worse than not only not having access to it, but being able to see exactly what's in there, man, that that has to be a terrible feeling. But let's end on a high note. Let's go back to our friend Rudy with the Czech Republic when uh, he and his family fled. I believe he was nine years old, eight years old or so. I'll actually leave a link to that YouTube video in the show notes if you're interested in that sort of stuff. But it's really what sparked this whole episode and how um, someone can basically lose their treasure, lose their valuables. And in this case, um, with Rudy and his family securing it from the USSR. So I think 
think of it as like, you know, this is you're securing your valuables from a scammer or whoever it is trying to get your things. And in the process, you end up losing it for yourself. Well, our good friend Rudy, who he's a senior citizen now, he ends up going back to that property. It is still standing because it is a beautiful, beautiful building. It is now being used as a school. And he was able to go back to his childhood house and they go up into the attic. And he just knew that everything was hidden to the walls and was wondering, well, is it possible that they're still up there. He didn't, he was, again, he was a child and his parents were the ones who really hit it. So they're exploring up in the attic of this school, well, his former house, I should say, and they end up looking to see where they possibly were and they saw a loose string just sort of uh, hanging out from one of the uh, the wooden beams and when they pulled the string, it was able to, started to uh, loosen up that wood and would you know, there was a secret room behind there and that was where his family stashed all of the stuff. A lot of the things were just personal items that were only really valuable to his family, but because of the age of them, the historical value, now there is some monetary value. And the funny thing about this is in the episode or in the the video, they actually spoke about how he's going to have to pay taxes on that and such, but which is, you know, even mind blowing that here you go, you find this stuff again, but I guess it's because uh, it's been so long and it was transferred and the school owns it and all sorts of stuff, but I don't even know how that possibly works, but that is another subject in itself. But it's just cool to see that Rudy, after all those years, went back and his treasure, his stuff was still there. Some of it was junk. Some of it was just personal stuff, but a lot of it had historical value. And it's going to be similar to if someone ends up finding some seed phrase written down in a notebook or a slipped on a piece of paper that was in a novel that hasn't been read in 10 years and it just happens to have all this Bitcoin in there or it has some uh, unique crypto kitties or just something just really amazing that has massive value and they never thought they would ever see that again. Because when we're in this space and we're collecting all of this stuff, you really don't know what is going to be valuable. Who really thought those free crypto punks would be selling for millions of dollars, right? At the time, literally, they're giving them away for free. You just pay a couple dollars of gas fees at the time, which was, you know, some people probably thought, no, I'm not paying a couple dollars of gas fees. But could you imagine getting free crypto punks and all you have to do is pay a couple bucks for, for gas fees? You know, that's just mind blowing. Even at the gas prices today, as someone who runs away from gas prices, even I would gladly pay peak gas prices to mint one of those quote unquote free crypto punks very well knowing where they would go now. But that's the whole thing. The beauty of the space is being new in it, exploring all the stuff. You don't know what's going to have value. And that's why it's important just to keep access to all of your stuff, your passwords and your uh, security phrases, your seed phrases, all of this stuff. So that way in the future, you're not that person that knows you have something of value that's hidden away and you just can't access it. And speaking of something of value hidden away that you can't access. Well, here's some access that you can get. A few episodes ago, I announced that I was releasing some for my supporters that were listening to the podcast and consuming the content on the newsletter and just interacting with me back and forth. Well, if you go to my Twitter profile, which is at Tropic Vibes, which will also be in the show note, you see where I have a sign up for Nifty Business Week, which is a weekly newsletter where I share weekly the things that I'm discovering in the space because I spend so much time, whether it is creating this content or researching this stuff every single day. And I find a lot of articles and a lot of things that I know people would find interesting, but I don't necessarily have the time to cover on, you know, I would have to release multiple episodes per day or I'd have to release uh, three hour episodes, which I really try to keep them in the 20 minute range max. I know we have a lot of busy lives and what have you. 
But through that, on Thursdays, I do release some bonus material with information. And for signing up for that, if you just respond, if you have a Wax wallet, just respond with your Wax address and I will airdrop you a free NFT. And of course, this is all fun. I love being in the space and we're just having a good time together. And who knows, in five years, those free NFTs that I'm giving out for people that are just enjoying the space with me might be one of those long lost crypto kitties or punks or something. Who knows, really, right? So with that said, hopefully you're enjoying this space as much as I am. And I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.